Don't think healthcare professionals have any business experience? Think again. No topic is off limits as we share tales from our brave hosts who will always tell it like it is. We are hashtag no filter healthcare here to guide you through your healthcare journey are your hosts, Taylor Dunn and Tamara Donda. We want to thank our sponsor Uptime Health, the leading healthcare equipment and compliance management software company for bringing this podcast to fruition. Visit UptimeHealth.com to learn more. Let's get started. Welcome to hashtag no filter healthcare. I'm your co-host Taylor Dunn. And I'm your other co-host, Tamara Donda, and today we're going to be talking about revitalizing your brand and the importance of rebranding and also how to make it successful. So rebranding is is a new term to me. I, I've been a part of rebranding in other companies before, um, and it's always been a different kind of experience. Um Sometimes it was like really early on in a company. Sometimes it was years later and, you know, they're a really established brand. And, and so it's interesting to think about like, when is the right time to rebrand? So I kind of wanted to talk about that and, and pick your brain a little bit, Tamara, because I know you have a lot of experience with this and you've been through this before um, on a deeper level. So, so I've got some, some thoughts about this. So (laughs) Here I am. I'm already scheming. I know you're ready for it. So, so I have I have a thought about this. So, you know, when you're an early company, I feel like you have an opportunity to rebrand if if it's not right. If you're just like not getting the attention of your consumers, your tar- your tar- your target audience, you're not getting them to pay attention or understand what your brand is. Um, then I think it's definitely appropriate to look into possibly doing a rebrand because you're early on enough where you don't have a brand established that you have that ability to, to successfully make that happen. But then you get into like this middle moment of your company where you're like, you've done some branding rec, you know, recognition. Um, but then you're not big enough where it's like, going to make a huge impact. So I wonder like, where's the sweet spot? Because then you think about companies like McDonald's. And when they made a brand change, and I remember back to like seeing the brand change happen and almost feeling like, I don't know if I like that, you know, as a consumer, like, I mean, I don't eat McDonald's, but everyone knows McDonald's, you know, like everyone knows that brand. And when it changed, I, for some reason was like, why did they change it? You know, I didn't understand it. Um, But then of course, now you don't even recognize that a change happened because you're you're just so used to it now. You don't even remember what the old brand looked like. So, <laughs> so I just wonder like when, when is it appropriate or like, what are some suggestions you can make to people that are kind of in these different scenarios or different moments in their company? So I, I kind of take a different approach and I truly, you know, I, you hear the, the analogy like, okay, when is it the right time to have kids? It's never the right time to have kids, right? When you have kids, you have kids and you evolve, you know, with your children, you evolve your finances to fit the children, right? Um, So I kind of look at it that way um, because I don't necessarily think that there's a right time. Now, there are instances, like you mentioned, right, when a, when a company is, is kind of at a standstill, right? They're not getting, they're not attracting the right people, um, or they could even have like negative perceptions associated with that company. So, of course, that's the time where I say jump into a rebrand, right? 
really look at your your audience. And of course, it comes with a whole process that we'll get into on, you know, how to actually do that. But I think as far as, you know, trying to figure out when the right time is, I think it, it goes further than just that. I think it's, you know, how are we going to incorporate this rebrand and why? You know, really asking your your company and trying to figure out, you know, what is my current image? Is it displaying what we actually do? Um, that's always kind of a key indicator. If you look at a logo and you don't know what they do firsthand or even a name for a company, then that's a big sign to do a rebrand. Um, because first and foremost, you know, a lot of companies are focused at the top of the funnel, right? Trying to, you know, get as many leads in the door, or clients and customers to help grow, which makes sense. They're a scaling company, right? But in a sense, if you're not looking at, okay, well, do my customers or prospective customers understand my company's mission and what I'm doing. Um, and if they don't see that right off the gate, um, you know, coming to your website, seeing your name, seeing your logo and your first statement or your first tagline, and they still don't get it, rebrand. <laughs> it is time to reinvent your company and that's okay. Um, and we'll talk about ways that we can definitely address that. Um, and, and kind of steps to almost, uh, make that successful. So, and then when you're at the large, you know, established company size where everyone knows your logo, it's almost like my mentality would be, okay, we have to change with the times and adapt and modernize. Um, and I feel like that's also a reason people rebrand is, is not that people are having a problem with the logo or anything like that, but it's just, you're taking a, a different approach to your marketing and you're pushing the boundaries a little bit and you're getting more modern with it. So, right. And that's okay too, right? Um, there's so many companies that do that. And you mentioned, you know, McDonald's as an example, you know, it's, it's funny how you were able to see that rebrand and almost question it. But I also look at that as like, they got to you. They did because they made you question. And so I think that's still okay, right? You know, Burger King did this, Coca-Cola did this, where a lot of the times some people didn't even recognize the change. Some people did. They asked questions and already that marketing side of that rebrand was successful because people are asking questions and they're seeing it. Um, you know, so I think there's really, again, going back to it, no real time to do this. I think anybody could do a rebrand, but I also think you need to need to do the right steps, right. To make it successful and also not do it too many times <laughs> because I've seen companies that jump, you know, fairly quickly, they'll do a rebrand every six months. And it's like, Whoa, slow down, like give the market enough time to, you know, uh, feel it in and understand it. And then if you make shifts down the line a couple of years later, then people forget about that previous rebrand and are looking forward, right, to your new, newly and updated brand. Well, and what that McDonald's, you know, rebranded for me is it also made me think, do they have something new that they mm -hmm. offer me? And <laughs> right, like the same concept. When you do a rebrand, people are like, what's changed? Like outside of their logo, like what else is going on? Do they right. have new products? The interior like, of their space. Yeah, like there's something happening here and it makes you dig deep into the company. And all of a sudden you're trying to figure out like, how can I get involved? How can I use this product or software or platform or eat this burger, you know? <laughs> 
<laughs> and a lot of companies do it for sustainable reasons. You know, I think that's also um, a massive shift, right, to better our environment. And so a lot of e-commerce based companies are looking to make those proactive shifts, right, with their product line and their supply chain processes. Um, so I think that's also a great time for a rebrand too. let people know that you are implementing sustainable practices. You know, that's a rebrand because you are revitalizing your brand to make it more earth focused. And I think that is great. Um, and definitely use that as a rebrand. And I, I feel like, so we can make the shift here now to like what's involved in a rebrand, which I feel like personally, um, if you're going to do a big shift like this, you have to have everyone bought into it, or at least, you know, the, you know, have the leadership team bought in to understand everyone's on board because it is going to be an all hands on deck kind of situation. You all have your role in this, um, and you're all going to have to make changes and it's, you know, you have to be ready for that because it is a lot of work. Think about it. Every single thing that has a certain color scheme, a logo, um, a, some sort of design, it's all going to change everything. And even down to the font you use in a company can change. So you have to, you have to be willing to make that happen and recognize the work that's going to happen behind it. It's not just as simple as, oh, I have a pretty new logo. No, <laughs> there's so much behind it. I know. And a lot of the times too, you are having, like, let's say you are a company with investors or stakeholders, right? You have to also present it in a way that's going to make sense financially, right? Because these changes are, uh, you know, they will impact you financially, right? New merchandise. When you think of merch, you know, you have to order all of that again. Um, so there are some financial key uh, factors in there. And then also just knowing that, you know, when we go back to that same question, why am I doing a rebrand? Figure out that reason, because that's going to be the best way to indicate that to your team, to your stakeholders as well. Like, hey, we're making a, sh a shift and here's why, you know, so making sure that you have that that in mind before you you tell it to the team. But I also am devil's advocate in this situation, too, because I do think that, you know, bringing on your team to this is great. But I also think you can get to a point where it's too many chefs in the kitchen, right? Where everybody has an opinion and everybody, you know, sees the rebrand in a different way. So really utilizing your marketing team, the people that have developed the audiences and understand you from a broad perspective, those are the ones that I would go to for that final eye, right? Because they are they see it from a different perspective. They're not emotionally as tied to it as, you know, the CEO would be. So I think it's also important to kind of collaborate, but also know when it's right time to dedicate this to somebody that understands it from a market perspective. Right. And I mean, you know, no offense to anybody because, you know, I think everyone looks at a logo a different way and has a really great um, opinion or has great insight and feedback that you definitely need to take into consideration because it's eye-opening to see how someone else perceives a, you know, a logo. Um, but at the same time, there are some people that are just like, I've never done this in my life and I'm just going to pick whatever makes sense to me. And they don't actually have any feedback behind that. And you just have to like kind of weed out those logos so that that's not happening too, because Sometimes you end up with something that you weren't expecting at all. And then you have to kind of figure out how to get back from that. So you just have to be really strategic about how you provide 
um, the final designs, I guess, to your team to be able to evaluate. Yeah. And use analytics, use data. I'm always saying that use data in every decision that you make for business. Data is key. So analyzing, you know, the the consumers and how they interact with your product, if you have a product or how they're interacting with your service offerings, you know, figure that out first, because if there is a side to your business that people light up about when they're, you know, you're pitching them, you know, that service, then maybe you need to dedicate that to being the forefront of the brand, right? And so how can you incorporate that in a visual side, right? Like how can you implement that same service offering so that when someone sees your logo, they know that that that's already a given. Um, so, so I definitely think taking back all of the data that you get from your consumers is super, super important. And then using that to build on with your team can make you really, really effective when you rebrand. So Tamara, from your experiences, um, what about when like people want to completely change their logo? Like, do you ever recommend like taking um, like a small step. I mean, there, I've just seen it where some people are like, this is completely different than what we had. There's nothing relatable to our last logo. Um, Like, what do you, what is your recommendation for that? Do you, you know, do you think people should just do small tweaks or go for it? I think it's based on a use case, right? Situation. So when we're going back to when you, you should decide to do this, you know, if you're at the place where you have any negative associations with your company, 100% rebrand the whole thing, (laughs) trash that and start over. But if you're in a sense where you've built that brand recognition in the space, people recognize some parts of your logo, then definitely incorporate that, you know, like take pieces of that because you are not, you know, restructuring the nature of your brand, but you're, you know, rebranding the visual side of, of the company. So I think that kind of is is where I would separate it. If you're, you know, a company that's really restructuring the service offerings of your brand, absolutely take take it and run with it, right? Start something fresh, you know, look at your current options, see, you know, if your logo actually, you know, obviously facilitates that, like it lets people know that you do that. If it doesn't, then of course, rebrand, you know, if you're restructuring your service offerings or you're restructuring the nature of your company, 100% rebrand. But if you are in the place where you're, you're kind of stuck and you're trying to, you know, really capture the audience, you're trying to make little shifts into a certain industry, absolutely take some pieces of your previous logo, your previous messaging, what has worked, right? I go back to that data. What in your website, you know, are people interested in? What service offering do, do you have that makes people light up? Listen to those things and, and incorporate those little changes into your logo. And I think either are very successful. I just think it's really how you market it. <laughs> Great answer. Loved it. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I'm also curious about, you know, when you make this shift, you do the rebrand, what about when, um, your, your target audience, your consumers have negative feedback or aren't happy with the rebrand because people get, they, they connect to brands, you know, like you've seen it where like toddlers can recognize brands, you know, they, they live and breathe these brands. So what, what do you do in those types of situations? Brand connection. It's all about how you market it. I, I really say that 100% because there are companies that have made crazy changes, right? Um, and some in directions that I don't necessarily agree with. <laughs> but at the same time, I do think that it really 
is how you put your first step forward, right? Um, I think that there's a lot of planning that goes into a rebrand. So don't just assume that a rebrand just needs a logo because it doesn't. A lot of the times it's messaging, it's positioning, it's, you know, your market, it's, it's how your service offerings are. You really have to look at your business as a whole before you even decide to do that. Now, when it comes to marketing it, I think that you need a brand story. And I, I truly love companies that have a, an amazing brand story. Be authentic when you're telling your story, right? Let people know that this change means I'm going to offer you a better level of service. This change doesn't just mean a new logo. This means I'm putting my foot forward in this direction of this company. And I'm going to make these monumental shifts within my company so that you have a better service, you have a better product, you know, whatever it may be. So I go back to that sustainability model. You know, when you're when you're trying to figure out, you know, what to do with your company and you're implementing all of these great sustainable practices, put that at the forefront. Let people know that they're going to get a better product. They're saving the environment. You know, people will see that and they'll resonate with that and they're going to want to work with you or buy your product because you're doing things that are better for them and better for the environment. So I think, again, going back to the question of why I'm rebranding, figure that out because that story is what you're going to tell people and you need to be very, very clear about what it means for them. Don't go out and say, this is what it means for my company. Go out and say, what is this, this rebrand? What does it mean for you as a consumer, as a, a buyer? This is what I'm going to do for you. Um, because the rebrand is not just internal. It is, I think, 90% external. It's something you shouldn't take lightly is what you're saying. A lot of thought behind it before oh, you yeah. that step. <laughs> yeah, use, use your team. You know, if you have a marketing team, use them because we're doing analysis on the market. We know like what's coming out, what's not coming out. We know what people are talking about. So, you know, ask them, you know, Hey, is this the right time for me to rebrand? And I guarantee you, if they're, if you hired the right team behind you, they're going to tell you yes or no. And why? Well, I think Tamara, you've caught on that. I've started to interview you during this podcast. So <laughs> that was not, it. it was not, planned. <laughs> it was not intentional, but here we are. So, <laughs> um, we Fun. Yeah, no, I, I actually I love this. This is this is fun for me, but <laughs> maybe not so much for you. <laughs> but I I do have another question for you, and I I think that you can probably this. So um, when I was doing a little research about rebranding, because you know I like I said I don't have as much experience in it. Um, I learned about something called design accessibility, and I just was wondering if you can kind of elaborate on what that means and why it's so important. Oh, my goodness. I love this question. <laughs> I really do. Um, you know, I think it's really just overall, you guys evolve your brand to be compliant with every person. Don't just generalize things to a point where you're creating your website or your product and think that everybody sees and feels and hears things the way that you do. Um, so, you know, pulling back on, you know, what's really important. And I, I, I say this 100%, if you're rebranding and you look through your website or your product and you are not ADA compliant, and ADA is also the Americans with Disabilities Act of 1990. 
And it basically ties in to the fact that you need to optimize your website or anything that's very forward facing right to the consumer to match and feel for every person that is going to come to your website, right? Don't just think, like I said, that people hear and see and feel things like you do because they don't. Um, so making sure that your, your website and everything that you're doing is approved for visual, auditory, mobility, and cognitive standards. Definitely visit the ADA.org for more information. Um, I also use some uh, some tools called webaim.org, which if you're trying to figure out what colors to incorporate into your brand um, or into your product, it's really great. It tells you, you know, this is not ADA compliant. Um, so really just making sure that everything that you position forward is for everybody. Um, and that's super, super important. So if you can take away anything from a rebrand, rebrand your accessibility and make sure that you, you know, can appeal to everybody. I had no idea that this was a part of it. You know, like a lot it of people blew my mind know. when I first read about this. Um, so thank you for explaining it because, you know, I forget, like my dad is colorblind and I'm like, oh my God, I didn't realize that he might not see this color at all. And it doesn't, you know, it's just, I, I totally did not even think about it. So um, I think it's so important and I'm glad we, you know, we're able to bring some attention to it. And um, I, I thought this was such a, a great topic and I'm, you know, we're always here to to try and help the industry in every way. And retargeting and rebranding and everything is so important um, and it happens all the time. And sometimes you don't even know what's going on in the background. <laughs> so Tamara, I appreciate you letting me just drill you with some questions, but you know, I love picking your brain. So um, thank you to everyone for tuning in to today's episode. Um, if you'd like to learn more about our sponsor, Uptime Health, visit uptimehealth.com. Um, don't forget to subscribe to our podcast or comment below if you have any questions for us or suggestions for topics that you'd like us to cover. Thank you. Thanks.